half sleeping. He ain't got much to say. No, I'm, I'm breathing something. That's why. You're breathing? I'm reading something. Oh, I, I hope See, that's why I held off on whatever comment that I had, because I knew it wasn't what he, what you thought he said. Right, right, right. You know. <laughs> All right, if the broadcast started, it like it started, but I don't see anything on my end. Okay, there it is. Yep, it started. Yeah, it started. I had to refresh. <laughs> First and frame rate is 84, episode 84. Um, kind of a slow week, but we got an interesting topic that I know that can pretty much branch off of a few things. And also we have our NFL scores and picks. I know a few people have been asking about college. Um, they're very far in between where you can actually look at a game and say, Hey, I, I don't know which team will win. So we're going to pick a team. Cause when you look at most of the teams in college, you really get that vibe that all right, I already know who's going to win. Um, but anyway, with that being said, maybe down, games anyway, right? That too, and maybe down the road once it narrows down and we see like the top, you know, five teams that are left, top four teams that are left, we'll pick and see who's going up with the big game at the end of the year. But nevertheless, we're back again, another episode. Um, appreciate everybody who's looked at who watched the last episode. It was a fairly successful episode. Um, Especially on the back end, who's been downloading the uh, stuff on iTunes, we really uh, appreciate that. Um, if I do sound different, I may be a little bit under the weather. Um, still from last week, still lingering on, but we're going to keep it going. Um, going to start off with the intros. Uh, Bills, how you been? Busy man, just busy grinding on this music shit. But yeah, man, pretty much just busy. Okay, nothing, nothing special. Uh, nothing special. Yeah, what about you, DJ? What's been going on with you? I'm about to say, Bill, you posting all those uh, uh those uh clips. You said yeah, I've busy. Posting, so. I've been posting them on Smule. Yeah, it's just it's crazy because like my my manager, she like like I like I record twenty of these a day, and damn, most times like she's such a perfectionist and I'm such a perfectionist. So like, I don't like like 16 of them. Mm-hmm. So, so then four she'll keep. Right. You know, and they'll just go in the can. So because I'm starting with this marketing team soon, I have to wipe my pages again. Well, not my, all my page, but my Instagram page I wiped mm-hmm. because that's the most important one. And then, you know, I removed all the snippets and all that off there so that, It'll be in a clean slate when the marketing team starts. So, gotcha. You know, nothing major though. Yeah. Other than that, I've been playing nurse and uh, advisor to my little sister. She just came off of uh, ACL surgery. Oh. So. Damn. Yeah. So we got a long road ahead, but I figured she's she's gonna recover fast. I've been just watching over her. My father and I've been watching over her just you know, making sure that she's, you know, in good spirits and, you know, going through, you know, doing little things here and there so that she can be ahead of the game when the uh, physical therapy starts. But that's mainly been my focus. My energy has been really towards that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For me, man, just, I've been playing these games. I've been doing a few live streams, you know, gears. Uh, I'm, I'm very, people can say what they want about that game. I really like that game. I like See, it a lot. That you know, you know what's funny? No one can accept 
this like I look at the score that it got on Metacritic, and I'm sitting there, I'm thinking that's a pretty damn good score, right? And people are just going crazy complaining about oh it's a conspiracy, blah blah blah. I'm like, what kids move just because it didn't get a ninety? It's a conspiracy. It's a good game. It's a good game. Has a good good story. Um. More than likely, it's gonna be a Gear Six. Yeah, but I, I mean, listen, people I, just accept it. It's I a believe, good game, and it but it didn't get a ninety. So I mean, be it. I believe personally. I think if it's a game that's a eighty or below, I mean eighty or higher, I'm pre- you could pretty much bet that it's a pretty good game. Yeah, you know, you know, I mean, if especially if the user scores are giving it an eight or higher, mm-hmm. you know, seven or below, you may need to find out if it's for you or not. That's the way I look at it. And I've been playing it. And the only reason why I haven't played through it all the way, I, I, and I've been doing it like an hour, hour and a half at a time, just because I have a regular job. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if I was like, had a, you know, a stretch when I was like off a few days, I would have probably finished the game by now. But um, I, there's no joke. I mean, the game is, I think the game is phenomenal. I think it's a really good game. I don't like the cutscenes. The story is a little bit bland, but the mechanics of the game, the, the AI, um the actual um the story itself is okay i just don't like how it's being um narrated or how it's being told but other than that i'm i'm really enjoying the game so uh, i don't care what anybody say but i i just think it's a lot of fanboyism a lot of you know mm-hmm. people want to egg on the fanboyism about this game not getting you know the the praises of uh god of war or any other sony exclusive that's where that's coming from where everybody's saying like oh look at this look at that well here's my thing though Mm-hmm. So, I'm looking at Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Mm-hmm. It got an 85. Gears of War is better than Black Ops 4. Mind you, Black Ops 4 was rashed before it was released for not even having a story mode. Mm-hmm. Right. So, when you consider that and then you look at both of them being at 85, I think that's where a lot of people <laughs> are saying that there's some type of bullshit going on. And I can agree because if Gears of War... This year is on par with every other release. It shouldn't be below ninety, but that's just me. Yeah, I understand that. I think, mm-hmm. but I think it's getting a bad rap because of you know just the the name of Xbox this generation. Of course, you know what I'm saying. I mean, Gears of War on the 360, those are great games as well. But at the same time, the 360 itself didn't get this type of scrutiny that the Xbox One is getting. So I mean, you kind of I mean, and to think about it, even with that. You're looking at a game that's getting 85 and an 88.7. That still lets you know it's phenomenal because of the fact that it's getting that type of score with the way that people are treating Xbox's generation. I mean, bro, think about this. Red Dead Redemption has a 97 on Metacritic. Hmm. So it's like, it's like Gears of War this year, there hasn't been any drop-off. Gears of War 4 had an 84 Metacritic, which is a bit mind-numbingly. Stupid, but whatever. Um, that's how it is with all the Xbox games. So I think the Xbox people are going hard over it, and the PS4 or I should say the PlayStation folks are just like on both sides is just overreactions, right? But yeah, but anyway, I mean, you know, it is what it is when it comes to that. Uh anyway, um let's talk about these scores from last week. Ills, you got them up? Yep. Let's talk it's about funny. these. Yeah, we're going to talk about the scores from last week. We're going to get into the main topic, and then we're going to get our picks for this following week. 
I mean, it's coming up week, and we'll just keep it as a cycle like that. So, um, I don't have my um teams pulled up yet. So, DJ, I'm gonna let you. Go. Well, I'm gonna go in order. Oh, that's yeah, fine. According to how we listed it, since you that's know, it's like, yeah, it's in the same. Yeah, order. I'm, I'm gonna pull mine up now. While you do that, okay. Um, so we all picked the Panthers, and they shit the bed. Pretty much. Yeah, that, pretty that, much. Game, that game sucked. First off, yeah, that game was really not did. a good game. It really did. Um, Cam Newton getting outplayed by Jameis Winston was a bit of a. I'll say a shock, but I don't know. I mean, I'm I, I, I gonna say I'm gonna say it was a shock because this is the thing about Jameis. Jameis, we all know he has the potential to be a good quarterback, but he just cannot do it for some reason. Mm-hmm. So if he goes head to head against somebody and has a good game, it's not necessarily a surprise. It'd be like, mm-hmm. all right, why is this not happening? At least happening every week. Yeah. So it's not that big of a surprise, but I do expect Cam to play better than him every week, though. I do expect that. What are you gonna say, DJ? I was gonna say I was just, <laughs> I'm like just the first time really looking into Cam Newton recently, other than the fact that he had been doing good up until this point. And it just mm-hmm. seemed like on those throws towards the end, I was even wondering, I was like, damn, VF was right the whole entire time. This man's like overthrowing everything. He's been doing I'm that for saying, years, bro. But but it was just like, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at his footwork, and I guess they, they revealed that he had some type of foot strain, foot whatever. Yeah, but even right. so... Even so, I'm like I'm looking at his 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 actual throwing motion, and it just seems like he just is not comfortable throwing the ball. It's worse now because the thing is, I know that I know for a fact that shoulder's not healthy. And right. when you look at him throw the ball downfield, what I'm noticing is it used to be effortless, but now he's throwing his entire body into it. Yeah, he's overthrowing yeah. a lot of yeah. people. I see that too. That's what I'm seeing too, because it just looks like he's just like he's trying to throw up his arm, but everything else just falls along. Because he'll have like a slight hesitation, like he'll plant that foot, and then he'll have that slight hesitation and hold the ball low a little bit behind yeah. him, and then go over the top. And I'm just like, wait a minute, hold up. I well, remember when he would just his arm would just follow through, and that's it. Because the thing, because the thing people understand, and um, for the folks listening, some of y'all might get this. Basically, when you're throwing a football downfield and you rotate your hips, there's supposed to be a snap, and it's you're supposed to explode through your hips and rotate. Boom! Then you release it. Obviously, is a high release point for most people throwing a ball downfield. With Cam Newton, there's no snap. There's no rotation. He's basically just throwing his entire upper body into it and everybody who's ever thrown a football knows if you throw your whole upper body into it you're basically gonna overthrow somebody every time Mm -hmm. so that's the issue with him i don't think he's comfortable with that shoulder right now um and honestly if he can't throw deep it's gonna be really tough for them because those receivers aren't really getting open underneath and hell he's missing people underneath too so there's that um The next game, everybody picked the Patriots. Nothing really much to see here. Uh, Antonio Brown played pretty well when they got the ball to him. They didn't feature him so much in the second half, but they didn't really need to because we pretty much just destroyed these dudes. Yeah, I'm um, not. I'm not going to say that they it was um, 
you know, it was a uh, part of the game plan to, yeah. to feed him, but it damn, sure, it, it, it damn sure looked like it. And it was, um, well, they said it was, they actually yeah. said it before the game. So that's the only reason why I believe it. They, you know, they really wanted to force feed that dude the ball. Right. I mean, it's a good thing, you know, get him, you know, a little bit of reps and, you know, cause despite everything's going on mentally, no matter how good of an athlete you are mentally, you're going to have some rust and to get him mm-hmm. out there. That's pretty cool. So that yeah, that game ended um forty three zip, uh forty nine. Oh god, I was gonna say I just feel bad for for the Dolphins because it's just like it's a mass exodus. You know, hey, I'm about to say, just being competitive at anything to get shut out this week and only score what they scored a touchdown last week. So, yeah, touchdown the field goal. Yeah, so it's just like. I, I understand the whole tanking, but come on, it, this is ridiculous. I think the comp, what is it, the com- competition council or whatever in mm. NFL, they need to look into stuff like this because, and then it could also apply to other sports teams and other leagues when teams tank like this. this yeah, is okay. I mean, you know, you see some teams and you see some organizations that have, you know. Just they come down on tough times. They make bad picks. They make bad decisions. They they hire bad personnel in the front office, and you see a decline of certain you know organizations like let's say for instance like the Cardinals the last few years, mm-hmm. or if you see something like the Forty ers before they got Garoppolo, mm-hmm. you know you see you see certain organizations <laughs> that do that. But with the Dolphins, it happened so fast. It's like look like it's just deliberate. Like, like, look, we well, don't give a fuck. Like, well, see, in, look, you got to think. In a span of two months, there were a team that looked like they can actually be uh, eight and eighteen. To now, they look like they want to be completely on sixteen. Well, see, with the mm-hmm. Dolphins, it reminds me of the movie Major League. Oh, um, wow. that, that, <laughs> that owner, that owner, basically not paying any of the great players mm-hmm. and bringing in a whole bunch of, you know. Um, outlaw, either outlaw players or guys who most believe couldn't play. That's what you're looking at with the Dolphins. They got rid of all the talent because they they know that they might, you know, sleepwalk their way into four or five wins and play themselves out of the Tua sweepstakes, which they don't want to do. Um, it's unfortunate for the Dolphins fans. Um, it's unfortunate for the players who want to be there and they want to play on a team that actually is about winning. It's un- it's unfortunate for the first-year coach, who was a defensive coordinator here, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unfortunate. That's what I feel bad for the most is the head coach. That's Yeah, yeah because, because, you know, because you know, you know when, fighting against him. Because you, know, you know when some teams that try to tank, and you know sometimes the coach be in on it because they get with the GM and say, look, we are going to get together and we're going to do this, this, and this. In a year or so, it's going to be better later. And but you can tell that the coach is actually trying to get the team to do something, and they're like, "Fuck it, we don't give a damn." You know what I mean? And it's, this is one of those situations where I can't picture this being like a 76ers situation where they they were all in on it though. Well, that's what I'm saying. So they go and tank, 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 tank. They knew that Brett Brown was going to be their coach. I don't know if they know that this guy is going to be their coach. Um, Brett Brown kind of proved himself prior to the tanking starting. But right with him, it's like he might not survive to see what happens if they do get to an offseason. Yeah, it's like that. It's low key, like the coach is not a part of the plan type. Yeah. Hmm. Right, what's the next? What's the next game? So, um, the next game was the 49ers, hey. the 49ers and the Bengals. 
Actually, I there's think a name, uh, there's a name in the chat we haven't seen in a while. Freddie G, what's going on? Long time no see. Oh, what's going on, dude? Oh, go ahead. Um, so, so yeah, the, the next game was actually the VF was the only one to get this right. The 49ers, 41 to 17. Me and DJ picked the Bengals. Yep. Well, um, you know, you know, you know, that wasn't necessarily knowing X's and O's. Y'all, y'all, y'all know why I picked the team. I mean, the running back went to my school, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. be. I'm gonna be low key biased every single time. And yeah, he, he looked and he, look, and he looked pretty good that, that game too. Yeah, Breda Breda played pretty well. Yeah. Um next game was the Chargers and the Lions. Um I was the only one to pick the Lions. Yeah, you did. You yeah, know, I kind of figured that, that game. Um, like, damn, I picked the Chargers. Yeah, it was, I mean, it, it was it was one <laughs> of those games where it's just like I mean, on the surface, it looks like the Chargers should win that one, but yeah, it's like a toss-up, you know, it's like All right. Yeah, whatever. Um, the Vikings and the Packers. I was the only one to pick the Packers. The Packers won. I, I don't um, even know what I was thinking. I know what I was thinking. I honestly, I remember I, I said something about the about I'm the new offense and stuff like that, and 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 them having to get that together. But yo, no, Kirk my, Cousins, he gets paid no matter what. <laughs> Dalvin Cook got a hell of a game too. My thing oh, was, yeah. I thought the Packers' defense was not as good as advertised, and they showed that they were. And that's the that's the difference between the game. I mean, mm-hmm. the Packers put up twenty one points, but they ain't scored nothing since then. The defense just decided to play a little bit too late. Yeah. You know, yeah. Rogers was Rogers on fire in the first half, and then um, the yeah, defense he had his gambler ability trait put on. That's that's what was going on. Know, exactly right. what was going on. So the next game was the Colts and the Titans. The Colts took that one 19 to 17. And I was the only one that took the Colts. So um, Yeah, I, I didn't see that. I didn't game. watch that game. But that was a really close game, though. It was. I didn't watch that one. So yeah, I'm not sure was, what happened there. Yeah, I mean Jacoby Brissett had pedestrian numbers 17 to 28, 146. Three touchdowns. Yeah, but he did have three touchdowns. That's true. Right. But I mean, if you think of a quarterback throwing for one forty six, you're not thinking that they're going to win that game. No, definitely not. <laughs> so, I mean? ba- so basically, he threw three touchdown passes, and they only made one extra point. Or yeah, I guess that's so. what it looks like. Yeah, because yeah, they only they had nineteen. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. Because three times six is eighteen. You're right. Because Vinatieri <laughs> no, had a, a issue with missing field goals. He thought yeah, about because they were tar- I heard there was a text that he put out, and people were putting more into it than what he what it what it was. And he was just like, "No, I have. I'm not even thinking about retirement right now. I'm like, buddy, retirement's <laughs> thinking about you." <laughs> So the next game was the Bills and the Giants. Everybody picked the Bills. Um, twenty-eight to fourteen, the Bills yeah, took that one. Not that much of a, yeah, not much of a surprise at all. Uh, the Bills are two and zero. Um, we've seen this before from the Bills. Um, <laughs> we, honestly, we've seen them be four and zero before when Ryan Fitzpatrick was a quarterback. Beat the Patriots, and then shit went downhill from there. So all I, all I know is what reminds me about the Bills being two and zero and possibly on the up and up. Is when I did a video making fun of uh, fun of the Bills way back in the early YouTube days and mm-hmm. getting rashed by a whole bunch of Bills fans. I was just like, <laughs> "Remember the Super Bowls y'all went to? Did y'all right. win them?" I didn't think so. So, and then also uh, the Giants owner just proves again that he's a fucking buffoon. Um, he was the same person that said, oh, we don't want Eli to touch the field at all. And then, I mean, uh, we don't want Daniel Jones to touch the field at all. And Daniel Jones plays in the first game, and now he's the starter going to week three. So, oh, yeah. true. We're, about to, we're entering that little bit of territory ourselves. Yeah. 
Yeah, nice. I noticed. Um, Steelers and Seahawks. Seahawks took this one 28 to 26. Uh, everybody took the Seahawks, so there you go. Yeah. Um, that was a pretty close game. Hold on, uh, hold on, fellas. Hold on. Yeah, y'all keep going. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger got hurt in that game. And he's um, out for the season. And- he's out for the season now. I just continue to laugh at the Steelers fans. Wait, wasn't that his non-throwing elbow that he... Uh, like- no, I think it was his right elbow, actually. Oh, it was his throwing elbow. I think it was. Uh, um, So it's going to be interesting with Mason Rudolph now. Uh. Uh, it's funny because me, me and VF were talking about this. We kind of mm-hmm. talked about how they drafted a quarterback that wasn't really going to threaten the job, and now Ben Roethlisberger is injured, and Mason Rudolph is going to have to play a lot really quickly. And Josh Dobbs, they don't have an option to go to as a third because he's uh, – where did he go? Where Now, where have I seen a situation like that before? Drew Bledsoe gets hurt. They're going to have to get mm-hmm. Tom Brady up to speed and uh-huh. – and so. we never planned on playing him, and he's right, exactly. be a guy that's just gonna sit and yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. He was getting blasted on uh-huh. when he tried to run the ball, and all of a sudden, no one can touch him. So, and once again, Mike Tom with twenty eight points at home to the Seahawks. Uh, you're supposed to be a defensive coach, and uh, yeah, the Steelers' defense has been ass for however long you've had the reins uh, with it. Because as far as I'm concerned, ever since Dick Le- Dick LeBeau left. Defense has been garbage. So, yeah, Mike Tomlin, he should definitely be on the hot seat. I don't care what anybody says. He hasn't proven anything. He's won one Super Bowl. I'm sorry. He doesn't have the success that people make it out to be. I think a lot of his coaching is a fucking smokescreen. I don't like his arrogance. I don't like how every time his team gets blown out, he blames his team instead of just saying the other team played better. Uh, So much about him. He stepped on the field in front of Jacoby Jones, and that shit still annoys me. <laughs> um, I remember fuck, that. Fuck him. But but anyway, man, all of Baltimore was going nuts when he did that. Yeah, as they should have. But he's a fuck man. Whatever. Oh, let me go. Um, Cowboys and Redskins. Pretty sure everybody took the Cowboys. Yes. Um, Cowboys won. I, I hate, you know, and the sad part was right. I hated the fact that I picked the Cowboys because I could hear the pain in your voice last week when you said it. Cause and and then which is gonna cause me to to pick, go against the Redskins mm-hmm. coming Monday night for various reasons. Oh, they play them? They play the Bears Monday night. Oof. Yeah, I know, right? Home and, away, that's gonna be tough. Don't even. Matter. Well, it's at home, but still, mm-hmm. it's at home on a nationally tele. This is too many factors. Over under on Haskins getting on the field that game. He better not. No, I don't want him on the field. Not with that offensive line. I don't no. either, but I just I, for some reason I feel like I can see it getting ugly, and then like he throws Haskins in. If once once the Redskins go to Haskins, they can't go back. They can't. I, I don't think we're done with Keenan just yet. I, right. I think Keenan Keenan deserves to play out the majority of this season. He, he can play, man. He can. I'm play. like Keenan knows that 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 um Haskins is next. But, mm-hmm. you know, hold them off. Like, at least figure out what's going on with Trent Williams and 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 figure out if you're going to fire. If, if you find a fire Jay Gruden, then you throw in Haskins. But if you're going to keep going to keep Gruden and maybe get rid of defensive coordinator. I, See, the, the worst thing to happen to Case Keenum 
mm-hmm. was he played great in that game where they beat the Saints and had the miracle last second touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then the NFC Championship game, he just kind of sunk it up. Right. It just wasn't. I mean, because, you know, he played well all year, and then he had a playoff run. And it was like, wow, you know, this dude looks like he can be not a franchise quarterback, but, you know, he's he's playing pretty well. And then that game came, and all of a sudden, Case Keenan was kind of looked at completely differently um, as a quarterback. So I wouldn't give up on him either. He's still young. He's fairly young, um, especially for a quarterback. Haskins has plenty of time, and and I agree with you. If you want to fire Jay Gruden and start anew, then, yeah, throw Haskins in. But if Jay Gruden's going to stay, then then no, there's no point. All I got to say is that the only positive right now is developing at the number one receiver spot of McLaurin. Mm-hmm. Definitely a guy that, you know, if they if the organization gets right, which mm-hmm. with Dan Schneider there, it's, it's probably not going to happen. Right. That's the kid that's going to – I'm like, it's not like he's going to break out. He literally is breaking out right now. He went right. from – what, he was picked – third I, I picked in the third round i believe and was brought in for special teams help and then when, when he said that one thing about like body language or wide receivers i was just like that's our number one receiver a no receiver openly talk about body language of a yeah, wide I receiver about that during the preseason. nobody not one nfl player i have ever heard come into the league talking mm-hmm. about i have to make sure my body language at while I'm running my routes, it's appropriate so the quarterback knows what to do to deliver me, to deliver the ball or whatever. I'm just like, he's going to be a number one receiver. He's going to be a star. Right. But he's, right now, things are muddled every play styles, and I hope that it doesn't stun his growth. Just, uh, cool. Um, just a couple things about the Cowboys game. Uh, Dak throwing darts. Um. He, no pressure. He, well, of course, but I mean, God, <laughs> no I, mean, I mean, I mean, hell, Dak hadn't faced much pressure his entire career with that. He offense. got picked what? off that one time because of a deflection, and then he's still throwing darts. There's no pressure. He's you got to like you the thing another, with me. You have another quarter. You have another quarterback that's out there that don't have that don't have that much pressure, and he's still overthrowing people. So, oh, well, see the thing, <laughs> the thing Dak is the thing with Dak where I see improvement is he's never really had pressure on. Him and he's still kind of overthrown guys. He's so on the money this year. Um, that just goes to show when you have a number one receiver. Well, uh, that and Kellen, what, what I forgot the dude that was the third, second, or he was the backup. Uh, Kellen, Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore, yep. he's the offensive All coordinator the this year, and he's just calling nice ass plays i mean noble i feel you contract gear but here's the thing though contract gear ain't gonna make you make those throws but not only that i mean you got those throws in you before you're not gonna magically have them in them and have them in you in a contract gear. I yeah, mean, me? you know, you gotta just be honest i mean he's done this since his first game in preseason this is yeah. nothing new no yeah. to me dak as long as you have elliot back there mm-hmm. will play well when you depend too much on Dak, that's when he falters. But see, my thing is, I don't know if we've, I don't know if we've seen that. Just like I don't know what Dak can be right now. I don't see, I don't see a crazy, crazy ceiling for him because, like with Zeke back there, obviously we haven't really seen him without Zeke, so we can't really say. But 
you know, with Zeke, he can easily plateau around, you know, a five to seven, top five to seven quarterback in the league based on the throws he's making right now. Um, and now Noble's comparing a receiver. I'm sorry to cut in. Noble's Mm -hmm. comparing a receiver to a quarterback. Yeah, it's completely, it's completely different things. Yeah, Noble is different because the thing is, and I always say this about receivers this is why I can't really hold receivers to the same standard I had, you know, I I hold quarterbacks to as far as winning. When you're a receiver, you're so dependent on so many other factors because not only do you depend on the offensive line, obviously, to block to give you time to get the ball, but you also have to depend on the I mean, ball. I mean, before we go to the next team, I mean, it just you gotta understand that Dak Prescott is not one of these top elite quarterbacks. But one thing about right. it is he's been very careful with the ball throughout his entire career. So we get this one or two games where he's kind of exploding a little bit. We're going to blame it on the contract here. I don't. I think this is just basically what he's been doing. He just have a, a little bit more weapons to throw the ball to. Well, and that's also, all it is. well, and also the other thing is with Dak, he's not an elite quarterback as far as arm talent, but he can put together a string of games where he can play like an elite quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will get a team like this with a crazy good defense. It'll get them over the hump. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. I don't see anybody that can really give them any type of trouble as far as winning this division. I mean, the Eagles will probably be the closest, but I, I don't see the Eagles really giving them a run for their money. I think Dallas is just too stacked on both sides of the ball. Um, but we'll have to see how they play against, you know, teams like the Patriots and other teams because they haven't really been challenged uh, yet. So it's going to be interesting. Um. The next game we had was the Cardinals and the Ravens. Uh, everybody picked the Ravens, so the Ravens won. Uh, I can't say much about this game because I didn't really watch much. Um, I heard that Lamar Jackson was throwing darts again. Yep. Um, Kyler Murray, how did he look? Anybody? Uh, I, I didn't from, see what I, from what I saw, he looks awkward. Yeah, he does. He does. His throwing motion is awkward. The way he it's like the way he sells in the pocket is awkward. I saw him throw off his back foot. I'm just like, why would I mean the receiver, thank God, saved him. Yeah, oh yeah. He made a couple of throws where the receiver bailed him out, but it's just like he just looks awkward out there. It right. it, it doesn't look right. It's, you know, I understand that Drew Brees is short, but come on. What what but here's the thing. That just goes to my point that me and VF were making, and you might have added on too when we talked about this whole. Well, Kyler Murray's five ten. He's not five ten. He he he. No, Kyler yeah, gotta be like five eight. Yo. He's, he's like five eight, if that. Yeah, he's shorter than that. Yeah. You can tell by how he's throwing. It's almost like he's just chucking it over his line because he can't see. Like I, I I'm sitting there, I'm looking, I'm like, this is freaking midget at quarterback he's 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 he he reminds me of a quarterback who's trying to chuck it over his line because he can't see that that back foot like off his back foot pass Mm -hmm. where the receiver came and and really saved him on the sideline it just seemed like he couldn't see let me just throw up a prayer hope he comes and gets it i mean it's just it doesn't work, man. Every lineman in the NFL pretty much is six three to six five. You have like a right, good eight inches you're giving up. Like right now, I'm just wondering why the coordinator isn't doing in anything to move him around. You know, it seems nah, like the passes kept that's, him in the pocket. 
It's supposed to be he's supposed to be a move around type offense. That's what Cliff Kingsbury is supposed to be doing, but so far I don't see it. I yeah, wish, I, wish I, I, I didn't see that in that game. I wish the Cardinals nothing but misfortune because they shouldn't have given up on Josh Rosen as exactly. easy as they did. And I, I don't see Kyler Murray being the guy who's going to carry that franchise for years to come. I don't care what kind of arm talent you have. You can't see over your linemen. It don't matter. Seven right. on seven and seven on seven. All right, all right. Um, you know, everybody's talking about oh Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, well, Patrick Mahomes type arm talent the seven on seven on me shit. Once he got a preseason game, we saw what the real Kyler Murray was, and that was in preseason. All right, exactly. He can make the throws, but it doesn't matter if you can't see over your lineman, boy. I mean, it doesn't matter. So um the next game was the Jaguars and the Texans. The Texans won 13 to 12. Um, everybody took the Texans. So uh, you know, it could have could have went either way. It could have went either way. It just it's just the you know the Jaguars, they are better than advertised. They just I mean, I, why would you go for doing two in that situation? I, I just don't get it. Wait, okay, so what happened now? Because I haven't heard about this. They 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 were supposed to tie the game with the field goal, but they end up going for two and end up losing the game. What? Yeah. yeah. Why would you you never do that? Exactly. That's not even gutsy, that's just stupid. Exactly, especially when you have a, a quarterback that's a rookie that's unproven. Let let him learn how to win games. Don't just go for the gusto. It, you you give him better experience if you go through the overtime process. That shows little to no faith in your team, right? To to basically, yeah, yeah. Right. They were supposed to go in overtime at thirteen all, but they they try to go for two and they messed up. That's awful. Uh, next game was the Chiefs and the Raiders. Uh, Chiefs won twenty eight to ten. Um, everybody took the Chiefs. Yeah, we all took the Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs scored all twenty-eight points in the second in the second quarter. Bro, Pat Mahomes went into God mode in that second quarter. I was watching it on Red Zone, and every time they flipped back to the game, this dude was making some type of crazy ass throw. Right. I mean, that dude's arm talent is remarkable, bro. I've never seen I've never seen anything like it. Is it safe to say that Madden got him right? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's unreal. I, I mean, think, I mean, I think, I think Madden, 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 this version of Madden done what the old Maddens used to do. Whoever's yeah. the cover boy was actually the the quintessential type of player that he was in the game. Like I remember, when, like Two K used to do that when Allen Iverson was on the cover. Allen Iverson was strictly just like Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. Like so, I, I look yeah. at Pat Mahomes and I see so much of Roy Jones in him. It's like. Everybody tells him you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't slip punches back and straight up. You shouldn't uh, slip punches without putting your hands up. And Roy Jones just kept knocking motherfuckers out. And he proved how much better he was than his contemporaries. Pat Mahomes. Everybody talks about throwing against, throwing across his body is gonna, he's gonna pay. It doesn't seem to be working that way. Nope. He, right. he seems to work on his own, his own wavelength. You know, he's just, he's different, man. I mean, when they moved up. You know, they moved up from like 21st in the draft to the, to the number 10. You know, they saw something nobody else saw because everybody yeah. thought everybody thought Pat Mahomes was going to be like a second to third round quarterback. Well, well, Pooh, I agree with you on, on, on two separate things because, yes, Andy Reid is a great offensive play caller, but we all know that he abandons the run when it matters the most. So mm-hmm. it is unfair to put him with Mahomes because Mahomes is going to end up paying that debt that really should be on Andy Reid's head. But, you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, the next game was let me get it back up. The Bears and the Broncos. The Bears won 16 to 14. 
We uh, I was the only one to pick the Broncos. Go figure. Mm. Um, that game sucked too. For <laughs> being completely, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't a good game to watch. It really wasn't. Uh, I mean, Flacco just ugh. Yeah, they, so that that game came down to a game winning field goal. Yeah, in, in which they shouldn't have even been in position for. Trubisky played like an asshat for a good part of that game. I'm be completely honest. He, I don't know what Trubisky man. It, it's it, he's he's a weird one. Like he has the talent, but. He just makes some stupid decision, not even gunslinger decisions, just like dumb. Yeah, it's, it's like with there, there was like some interesting stat out there saying that um he has when games aren't in prime time on TV, he has like a passer rating with like 120 something. But when, yeah. when the games are on TV, his passer is like in the 60s or something. It's Every like, single prime time game I've seen him play in. Or any game that's you know being broadcast, yeah, yeah, it's like when it's nationally televised, he plays yeah. terrible. But when he's like on local TV, he's like lights out. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, I'm looking at the stats. He went 16 for 27, 120 yards. I mean, I'm looking at Mark Sanchez numbers. Right, exactly. Uh, Flacco threw the ball 50 times. That's 35. I've always said you don't want him throwing the ball that many times. Well, well and here's why: it's if you throw the ball, how you throw the ball fifty times? You end with two hundred ninety-two yards, touchdown to pick. Check down Flacco. Hell yeah, Emmanuel Sanders. Good to see him back healthy. Eleven catches for ninety-eight yards. Um, eleven catches only ninety-eight yards. That's what I'm saying. It's check, uh, Captain Checkdown. You know, I heard his stats. Um. Saints and the Rams. We, mm, I, picked I, the Rams. I don't know. I, I remember picking the Rams. I think yeah, I went off and picked the Saints. Yeah, DJ one. picked the Saints. Um, I'm gonna say I'll take a big L for that because I literally well, no, went no, in. no, no, the Saints. No, no, that's not your L to hold. That's not your L to hold. That's the Saints L to hold. <laughs> it's not your fault. I know what you saw, but when you well, Breeze got hurt. That was one thing. But even if Breeze didn't get hurt, it was kind of headed towards that blowout anyway. Their, their defense is not that good. It's not. It's their overrated. Defense, their defense never was that good. It's overrated. There's, like there's, a reason, there's a reason why they tried to draft all those defensive players and because they know their defense was not that good. It's mm-hmm. it's it's so overrated. Look at um, the look at the NFC Championship game last year. Look at the game when they lost to the um the Vikings. Look uh-huh. at the game last week prior to this. Even though you know they won, you had uh. Um, what's his name? Uh, Deshaun Watson marched right down the field on him. Their yep. defense is not that good, and it's going to really show within the weeks to come. You know, so I mean, yeah, it's not just Drew Brees keep them in the games. Is well, that team as a whole is not a good team? And here's what gets me. So I was watching First Take or one of those shows, and um, I think it was Stephen A. Smith. He said, "Well, you know, a lot of people had." Uh, with Breeze, they had the Saints in the Super Bowl. I was like, motherfucker, I didn't have the Saints in the Super Bowl. I know they're, what they're about. They're doing that because of you know it's a quarterback league, and they do that with, with high top quarterbacks. If you're in the league quarterback, you automatically get a bid to say, hey, that team might make to the Super Bowl. The Saints but- and the Rams are the same team at home. They play really well, and then they go on a road, and it's for two different reasons. The Saints' defense doesn't travel, but the Rams' offense doesn't travel, which is right. weird. 
right. because you got Jared Goff and any little bit of crowd noise, he gets frazzled because, you know, they have to keep uh, Sean McVay's voice on for that whole 15 seconds right up to the millisecond. <laughs> Make sure that he makes the read for Jared Goff beforehand. Um, Jared Goff plays great at home some games, and then he goes on the road, and he's a completely different quarterback. It's the tale of two guys. And it's weird because, like, I want to say the Rams have a chance to make it back to the Super Bowl, but if they don't have home field throughout, you can't pick the Rams. Right. Not in your conscience. Nuff one says, barring injuries, it should be the NFC Rams or Cowboys. As of right now, I can see that. I would not. I want to believe that. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to sleep on. Um, I don't. I don't want to sleep on the uh, the Packers. They're another team that can do something. And depends on like as of right now, the Falcons are actually healthy. If they can stay healthy, they have a chance as well. Because I like the way they played their game against the Eagles. Well, Pooh is the reason why he's being babied. He's being baby because they don't have time to develop him the way they want to. They 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 need to win games. Remember, when golf first came, they were kind of in a rebuilding stage. Obviously, that's why they got the first pick. But after they started making moves, I'll be back. Give me a minute. But after they started making moves, the Rams became a contender, and it was on the back of Sean McVay really and that defense. So they don't have time to. They don't have time to develop him the way they want to develop him now because he's he's like, you know, straight out of fire pan into the fire. Like, it, it's time to go. Like, they, they're trying to win games. They're a contender. They don't have time to, to you know, hold his hand through everything, you know, and, and hope that he develops. No, no, no. They're, they're going to take him along with them, and they're going to win off the back of their defense. They're not going to sit and try to develop him into some great quarterback right now. They don't have time. Uh, they they know they're defensive heavy, so you already. Yeah, know they don't have time. They don't have time to do that. What's the next? What's the next? Um, um I think we only got a couple more. Uh, one second. Falcons and the Eagles. That uh, I, I, I was the only one to take the damn Falcons. Yeah, I thought the Eagles going to win this one in the shootout. Um, but the Falcons actually showed that they can be a really scrappy team. They play really well. Matter of fact, both teams played really well, even with the injuries the Eagles had. Um, I I did notice that Carson Wentz was showing, you know, some flaws in his game as far as passing the ball. Matt mm-hmm. Ryan threw a couple of interceptions that was just abysmal. So both teams, quarterback wise, did not play very well. But the team as a whole, the collective, both teams, especially on defense, they did everything they could to try to um to to keep that game close and possibly win it for them. You know, it's crazy, oh, Neff. I'm glad you brought that up because I don't think I've got one wrong yet. <laughs> but right, what game I, are we at? Uh, we're on the Falcons and uh, Eagles game. Any thoughts? Did you watch it? Ah, yeah. That My only thought was that that final play, mm-hmm. that, that final touchdown scored by Julio Jones. What about it? I, it reminded me. It was just me amazing. Of right. I'm like he never ceases to amaze me at playing the wire. It was just like, you know, at any moment he could break something, and he did exactly that on a screenplay. So of all things, I mean, he like he like took off on everybody. 
So here's what I want to ask you, DJ, because it reminded me of something when I first saw it. Do you remember last year when the Falcons played the Redskins and Julio got his first touchdown and yep. it was on a screen pass? That's what it reminded me of. It mm-hmm. had to be the same play. It had to be. Yep. It, it, it had to been the same play. And, and it was funny because uh, that play, I know a lot of Eagles fans have been blowing up these pitchers. There was possibly a block in the back. Mm-hmm. On that yeah, yeah. So you look at a missed call there. Possibly could have held up. Uh, could have taken that all away. So you know, I think I think on that play as well as you know Julio Jones being amazing, that the Falcons got away with one. And the thing with Julio is like he has sort of like that Calvin Johnson um, stigma where. You don't think he's that fast until you like really look at him walking away from people because they have kind of like that that really disciplined stride where it's like Eric Dickerson, like he looked like half the time he wasn't really running. Right. Mm -hmm. So they don't look like typical big receivers, a typical receivers period when they're running. Like they don't look like they're trying hard. This is effortless to them. But Julio right. just walked away from everybody, man. Yeah, it was it was it was kind of crazy how he just got away from. It said his max speed was what twenty one miles yeah, per hour. Yeah. No, no, it hit twenty. It hit twenty. Yeah, hit twenty miles. Hit twenty miles per hour. I like that they keep those stats to let you know how fast we're really going. You can't break any speed limits on any roads or anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's the last? What's the what's the last? Uh, so, so the last game is happens to be the only one I got wrong. And I got this shit monumentally wrong. Browns 23 to 3. Now, granted, I picked it when I didn't know that uh Darnold had um mono, but I don't feel like that would have factored in anyway. No, uh, it would, it would Browns not. destroyed these dudes. Nothing much to see. ODB or uh, OBJ. I don't know why I keep calling that. OBJ took a 90-something yard uh basically quick slant to the house. I'm still um, trying to figure out how's a free safety playing like 30 yards down the field still get burnt on that play. Right. Like he was playing like they were talking about I know in the in the in the Skins Cowboys game, we everybody was talking about Josh Norman doing his little thing yeah. where he like kind of drifted away from a wide open receiver and then turned around, almost got beat. In this one, it was OBJ catching it short on on a quick slant, quick seam. And just running away from the guy, like the guy's sitting there, like it was. I was like, "What were you thinking?" Right. Yeah, exactly. Um. So Neff said, looking at the way some good NFC teams like the Falcons, Eagles, Packers are playing, last second wins will catch up to them, uh, catch up with them in the playoffs. Just saying, I watched Dallas last year in the Rams. Um. Yeah, but I, the, flip, I the flip side to that, you know, last second wins against elite teams will help your playoff position as well. I mean, I agree with him. I think in the playoffs, you can't all, you can't leave it to last second. But I mean, every team is good in the playoffs at that point, really. Right. So, like every team in the playoffs, you're gonna pretty much it's gonna be a last second type win. It's gonna be close the entire time. I would say the only era where you could probably say that there were teams that weren't really good in the playoffs was when you know teams were going you know seven and nine and winning the fucking uh, NFC West. You know what I'm saying? That era was a shitty era. But other than that, every team that makes it to the playoffs, they're gonna be really good. So yeah. Um, you know, last second, you know, last second losses and last last second wins are gonna happen. I mean, that's just 
part of the game. I, I mean, mean, you you would want it to be like that when the competition is stiff in the NFL anyway. You don't it want to say the NBA. Yeah, you don't want too many teams just getting two touchdowns, you know, all the time. I mean, like you look at what happened this week. You have a lot of a variety of, of scores. Twenty eight. I mean, you got I mean, twenty to 14, 17, 19, 12 to thirteen. Mm-hmm. You know, twenty eight, twenty six. You have the Bears beating the Broncos by two. Falcons won by four. You know what I mean? So yeah, because I mean, because because if you look at Week One, it was, it was a bunch of blowouts. I had I'm sitting there. Right. Kind of one, two. Got one, two, three. Got Chiefs, four, five, six, seven. Seven games were won by double digits. Right, um, right. You know, so um, um, you know, part of it might have been week one jitters, but who knows? Um, let's go to week three and make the picks real quick. Let's do that at the end. Oh, go, go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let, let let's split that up and let's jump to these de- the dev cycles on these games. Right. Um, I know someone on Twitter said that. The reason why the devs left because they're a little bit overwhelmed with not only with people treating them the way they're treating them on Twitter, but the fact that they cannot produce the games like they want to and yearly dev cycles are possibly holding them back. Now, I tend to believe that because the games are just way too advanced. You're not messing around with PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 games. Now, and you know, back then you can do six or seven months program a game and it still be up to par. We kind of started seeing this in the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 era when games started coming out with day one patches or they needed a patch later on because something they couldn't find without the, within the yearly cycle. And with the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, we've seen more of it. Like, it's rampant. Now you have games now, even with Madden and NBA 2K, these games are having maybe 10, 11, sometimes 15 patches an entire cycle. You know... I don't think this, you know, I think the dev cycles are out of date. I think they're obsolete. I don't think they need to, I think they need to get away from them because at the end of the day, it's just, it's not giving us a good product. And you see the communication is just totally broke down because they cannot explain to other people on Twitter why they need to patch this, why they need to patch that. Because if they really just break it down, it's because these six, seven, I ain't gonna say six, I'll say eight, nine, 10 12 months a year they don't have the time to fix these games um what do you guys think you think it's the, the the higher level of technology is giving them a shorter time to fix problems or you just think that everything's status quo and they should just do their jobs better i i honestly think that it's really dependent upon the company i think looking at ea they're more focused on the bottom line, get the game out as soon as possible, get the money, get that little spike in revenue, and then you know worry about fixing it later. I'll, that's like the overall trend in gaming, but uh, specifically with EA, um, I don't think it's overwhelming for the de- developers. I think they were doing a good job on social media. I think it. I think them leaving social media. I think because we kind of like talked about it last week, and I, I again I believe it was a good thing that they left because, you know, that time explaining everything about okay what did we fix what was broken whatever sometimes that that should be the role of a community manager. You know, people are playing out of position. They should be you know focused on. Uh, working on the game, uh, fixing the game versus being 
uh, community manager. That's what you have a community manager for. Um, That's a good point. And 2K has done it that way. I'm like, you only really had, what, two or, well, technically it's three devs that are out there. But you also had Ronnie 2K out there. But it's just like, you also look at the fact that the developers, which one knew their game the best? And you can easily see that the 2K developers know their game up and down. Meanwhile, the EA devs, they they still struggle to even understand what's going, what's in the game with all that coding that has been in that game that I know they've slowly ripped out old codes, but they can't even explain half the stuff like sliders. They can't explain settings. They haven't really talked about ratings so much. So it's just, like I said, it really depends on the company. Yeah. When it comes to, when it comes to ratings, they just, just, just put the numbers out there. They don't tell you exactly what's going on with them. I do agree. I do believe it. I, I agree with that. What about you, yeah. bro? Oh, good. No, 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 go ahead, okay. Um, I think I think the issue is that these developers do so much tweaking according to people who are bitching about the game. They don't really know how their own game works. Right, I, I couldn't believe that. Mm-hmm. And and when you talk about three year plans, those three year plans never come to fruition because. These folks always come out and complain about the way the game plays at launch, and then they have to go and start tweaking shit for next year according to complaints from this year. And it just it 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 makes things so that you can never really progress and you can never really take something that you worked on last year and progress towards the next year, just like RPM. We've already seen that. It's a really bad snowball effect. It is Mm -hmm. because look at okay, I'll give you an example. Look at Pez, look at FIFA. Look at NHL. These are games who have flourished year to year. They've implemented something. They've improved on it year by year by year. Um, Even MLB The Show has submitted as far as making hitting easier when they were heading towards something that was really simulation. And then they had to they had to make hitting easier because people complained about that. And in 2K, obviously, we know about the movement and everything that they've done to handcuff that game in past years when the game has come out playing really well. Madden, they had RPM. RPM was going to improve year upon year upon year. It was already good last year. Now it's basically gone as far as the ball carriers are concerned. So when you always... Man, you can even go back before then. I mean, of look, course. look what happened to True Step. What? Of course. To be honest with you, if they just expanded upon True Step, RPM would have never been needed. That's what I'm saying. So when you tailor, when when you go in and say, well, we have to address this because they said, no, what was your plan originally for the game? Improve upon that and progress towards that. Don't do it based on what people complained about last year. All I hear every time they have a a, a gameplay, um, a podcast or a stream, every time they they go and show the game, they say, oh, well, you know, last year you guys said this. Fuck that. I mean, seriously, what is y'all's plan? Y'all's plan can't just be our plan. Right. And that's the issue with these games is that their plan turns out to be our plan instead of vice versa. Instead of us liking what they're doing, it's them basically working their game and and developing their game around us. That's not how it should be. 
and the and the franchises that you have seen not do that, they develop their game around what their plan is. Like I said, FIFA, Pez, NHL, you've seen the results. Young Noble said that um, most of the people complain about the game is the same game. Well, yeah, because the game the, they change things and they cry it, it, that it plays different. See, that's what you were saying earlier, Bills, about the snowball effect. When they try yeah. to do something different, they complain about it and they're going back to try to fix that while yeah. they're trying to make another game for the following year. Uh, yeah, of course. That so, that's and, the issue. And let me add, uh, King Cobra also brings up a good point. He says sports games have become a live service. That's what is slowly killing the sports gaming genre. Uh, these games are releasing way too early, and that was what that was something I alluded to earlier was the fact that that when these games were originally like Madden used to release at the end of August, now it's at the beginning, and now at the it's tail damn near July. It's, it's, yeah, it's damn near like with NCAA when the right. to come out, and then you got the basketball games coming out early September. NHL coming out in September, they used to be October, like first week in October releases. Right. So, you know, that, that cycle. I mean, you got to understand. Continues. It seems like they, they cut their own cycle short when they try to creep up and release these games earlier and earlier. So it's just like, is it really a year cycle? No, but do you notice? Right. You, gotta, you also got to understand. It's like, you got to think about it. NBA 2K came out before preseason basketball in real life started. But have you noticed that the games that haven't moved up their releases are the ones that I named? Right. NHL, Pez, and FIFA. Right. They haven't haven't moved. Yeah. Because... because, I mean, three. Because what they do is they, they concentrate so much on fixing shit that no new features are really added year to year. Hey, hold up, man. This, this kid from Jacksonville, this quarterback is nice, man. Yeah, oh, yeah I don't already up. Yeah, this, this, this dude, this uh, Nick Foles might will just hang it up for next year if this kid keep playing like this. They, they just got to pay him to sit on the bench because this, this kid is looking really good. But yeah, so it's, it's one of those things where I, I just look at the timeline and I see nothing but, well, we pushed the date up, and because we pushed the release date up, you'll get fixes to shit you bitched about last year, but you're not going to get franchise mode improvements. Right. I mean, in in 2K's uh, case, well, yeah, we pushed the release date up, so we fixed a lot of shit you bitched about. We did add stuff to Miley, but... On the other hand, the ratings in the Tennessee is still gonna be fucked up. Well, I mean, you saw the problems that 2K20 came out with anyway. They had, well, to and there's problems. there's those problems as well. But I right. mean, um, you know, to a point where they released a goddamn patch that was the size of a game. But that's neither. Right, either. right, right. Um, Pez is great. So much fun. Minshew might cost folks his job. Uh, yeah, I mean, Pe- Pez is amazing. Um, Pez is doing this, like I said, without complete licensing. Um, I, I have right. to trust that. Because the casual fans who want to play, and hey, I'm amped to play FIFA. I'm going to go upstairs and play FIFA in a little bit. But the folks who are really into licensing, they haven't touched Pez because they heard they don't have a lot of the Barclays Premier League teams. But you're going to get a better experience as far as soccer, at least from what I've seen so far this year, out of Pez. And I think Pez arguably has the best gameplay out of any game this year. And I'll take it a step further and say their CPU versus CPU gameplay is the best I've ever seen this year. Right, right. Um, I watched the CPU play a game yesterday. It was amazing. 
So what what do you think is going to happen? You think with next generation, you think they're going to continue this same route as far as building games, or like like King Cobra said, they're becoming a live service. Do you think they will become a live service or a subscription based um type game, or do you think it? Like I said, do you think they're going to just continue to do what they're doing now? I don't. Me personally, I think they should just go subscription based. Call it Madden Football or EA Football or NBA Two K. Drop the names and just continue to build on what they have. I mean, you can you can upgrade. I don't it. know. I don't know if the. I think they'd have a lot to lose because remember. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, monetize. Yeah, I, I think so. But to the on the back end of that, you're just gonna have a poor quality game. No, no, but I, I get it. But I'm saying, like, when you think about it. So much hoopla goes around who's gonna be on the cover, right? Yeah, that's that's a whole different and you know, that's yeah. a whole public relation thing that turned a, a money pit pot in itself. Yeah, but I mean but technically, uh, even with that, that has actually dwindled down a bit. Like yeah, it has. the cover announcements have been like, Well, this is the guy's on the cover. Remember they used to have like full out tournaments. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but you gotta think. Yeah. You're right, DJ. You gotta think about it because now, now a lot of people don't buy physical copies. So, who really do care about the cover? But, but his exactly. thing, though, because then you also have you also have the pre order bonuses, which I don't know how they would be able to factor that in through a streaming service. I guess they could, but it would be kind of interesting, especially with 2K and the VC and all that shit. Um, it would be interesting to see how they did that. Uh, then there's also different versions of the game, which would cause a bit of an issue, um, considering the fact that, you know, like I said, the pre-order bonuses with the standard versus deluxe and, you know, all that shit. It, it would, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if it would work. But you know what? The main thing that's ruining these, ruining the games is the microtransactions. It's the loot boxes and yeah. all that. Yeah, it might- like they make the game to satisfy those things. Remember when Battlefront 2 came out and the game was specifically designed to right. to to rank up based on the loot boxes that you eventually would have to purchase with hey. your own money. Yeah, and so, this is why this is why I put the 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 um thing up about Young Noble. He said the kiddies just care about graphics and cars, so it'll probably be the same. I think I think they do. I think you're right about they care about graphics and cars, but I think it will change because of that. I've I think it will change to a live service to where they can constantly continuously get people to love the graphics and buy the cards. I, I mean maybe they'll try to do it as a yearly title, but I mean I think they'll monetize on that end they will monetize more if it was just a ongoing service. But as far as the um the yearly titles as far as being quality, I think Bill's, you know, is on the right, you know, not quality, but as far as making money by direct sales of the product, a mm-hmm. yearly title will they will they will constantly make money on a yearly basis. Well, product come out well here's the other thing think about this disc space um like let's say you have the game downloaded and a lot of the shit that might have been in last year ain't in this year so then you have an issue where you might have to uninstall the game reinstall it there's there's a lot of different issues man i want i want you to i want to i want you to know about a little trick that they can do with with digital Mm -hmm. games one trick that they can do they can keep the base of the game a certain way and Mm -hmm. what they do is when they update the game like you said that big patch you saw with 2k yeah all they did was they you patch that in but all it does it a copy and paste 
or it'll it'll um copy or uh, or and replace other files that's in the game. So that 36 gigs that was one patch on top of another, you know, 55 gigabyte game. When you get that patch, and it's not necessarily going to be like an 80 gig game. It's just some of those files are going to be replaced. So when yeah. you do, when you do have a, a let's say an ongoing game that's every year, they can do that, and they give you a whole another game just by replacing files. But here's the thing, though: what happens if they want to go back and play the old game? That just goes. That, that goes back to a problem that we're dealing with. <laughs> games. That's what I'm no, saying. It's just like it's a right. lot of stuff that's like ugh, I don't know, bro. Cause like if 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 you know God forbid they did go to a, a live service and you know NBA 2K21 comes out and I'm like you know, I don't really like this fucking game, but because they would say well all you got to do is update NBA 2K20 I I'd be like fuck why well, now I can't go back, right? That, so, that's, that's something that they have to work on because yeah. I'm pretty sure it may be a way to do it. Yeah. But it, it it sounds way more difficult than what it is, you know. Yeah. But I mean, just like yeah, another thing King Cobra said exactly, you know, the bread and butter of live service uh, games is microtransactions. You already know damn near every game that every sports title is like dying to keep pushing that. So um mm -hmm. we already see what 2K20 is doing right now with their their uh microtransactions and you know Madden is doing this with Superstar KO and Mutt. So you already know how it is. So It'll be interesting to see within the next coming, you know, year, especially when the next consoles come out, because I don't think they're going to necessarily try to do anything over the top with these consoles. Now, next generation is where we're really going to see how they really want to implement these type of things. And because that's the thing with it's like with Fortnite, because they're not doing anything as far as adding gameplay elements, it's easy for them to just add clothing and you know whatever right but with a sports game if you're changing how the game moves and a lot of that other stuff it's gonna be difficult i would imagine yeah i mean that's why you saw that big old gigabyte patch on 2k yeah you know i mean it's you know it, that's that's just what it is you know when you thank god the game pretty much seemed to stay, stay the same though yeah mm -hmm. when you have a game like fortnite you know they give you cosmetics you might get a you know, a half a gig, five hundred megabyte patch, and mm -hmm. they just throw that in there, and now you got new a new jacket or whatever. So yeah. it is really different. Uh, anything else y'all got on? You know, as far as this goes, because uh, not really. I'm like this. The way everything has gone is just forced me to start just chilling out, like not really uh, being seen as someone who constantly complains about the game. A whole lot or constantly makes excuses for the game right I, you know i said this a while back if you don't hear me playing about hear about me playing the game or you don't see it on my channel there's a reason why <laughs> you know i just leave it at that i mean i haven't i haven't finished i haven't continued my madden 20 you know uh series for a reason and it's not necessarily because it's a bad game on the field i have my other reasons that i will make a video about down the road but, uh, oh, let's um, let's talk about. Uh, I saw B five. I don't know if he's still in there. Um, he asked a question. He was asking about um our first impressions of two K twenty. I haven't played it. I couldn't tell you. <sighs> let me see. Wait, let, me, let me make sure that's what he asked. Uh, no, two K. 
He said, what's the latest on 2K20? Oh, what's the latest on 2K20? Okay. And he was like, um, no words, question mark. Yeah, I haven't heard anything negative. I just heard of, of one particular person always complaining. But Well, the, the I think the overall thing is that they the hashtag fix NBA 2K has been a viral hashtag. And yeah. that's because of like the bugs yeah. and glitches. I'm like, oh, the, the game coming out too early and coming out in September, start of October. That <laughs> and and I I, I kind of had a personal gripe about like and I expose this and and of course it's like it it really depends on like I don't know I really don't know I I can't put my finger on it but I always feel like okay I've been playing with the Wizards. The whole pretty much the whole entire time through 2K, and then obviously in this generation, I've been able to I've gotten down with John Wall shot timing, and I've gotten down Bradley Beal shot timing. Mm-hmm. Now, one aspect of my complaint is that my main complaint that I felt in offline mode because there's 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 frame rate issues while you're playing the game offline. That's a that's a no no. I don't know why there's any lag offline. That that's BS. Yeah, that's but, a real. That, that's just that's just a bad uh, programming issue. But with that being said, it wouldn't rule out the possibility that the shot timing. I felt like I was experiencing lag as far as the shot timing, and mm. because I'll be I'll be wide open. I'm not expecting to make every shot but i feel like the sh- my shot timing is down with just those two players in their spots and some and a lot of times i feel like i release it at the right moment i'm not and the thing is i don't have the shot meter on i wish they would turn off that little splash part at the bottom that keeps appearing if i want that to be on i it sh- it'll be on but i want that all off but that's that's a separate crack and then all of a sudden he'll miss long. Like I held it too long. I was like, no, I didn't. And I will stand pat that no, I did not miss time that shot. I'm like, if it was his time to miss, then that's that's one thing. But mm-hmm. you know, I released the shot. I released the shot stick on time. Right. So I went into practice mode, turned on the shot meter, and just played around with it. I was just like, all right, let's see when this thing stops after I release it. It's like there's three milliseconds after I release it that it goes on for a little bit and then it stops. And I'm like, okay, I've seen that before. It was in live. Mm-hmm. See, you know what's weird though? I haven't experienced it on Xbox and um, my true judge of it is uh, my career. Because what I did was I ended up turning the shot meter back on because I tested out the same thing. Mm-hmm. And what I found was that the release points are a bit different this year for how they trigger. Because when I'm at the free throw line, I'm mostly getting green releases now. But for a while, I wasn't. Um, I've discovered that, yeah, it's just kind of at least on Xbox. I don't know if this is a separate issue on PS4, but on Xbox, there's there's no real... Um, there's no real input lag. Uh, I just actually had to get better at the game. But on PS4, I, I've, I've heard it from multiple people. It's not just you, so. Okay. Because um, I was thinking it could have been the other thing. They may have just changed the timing on those two. But mm-hmm. since I've been using those two 
for multiple two Ks, and this timing has been relatively the same. Yeah. And thinking that okay, maybe they changed the timing on on these two, like they may possibly changed overall. But it was just like when I went into practice mode, did he catch that? Wow. Man, Jackson. y'all making I need to put this game on apparently. I got it in the background. He, yo, dude dropped it in there. It was it basically was a 50-50 ball that he dropped in there and dude just caught it. Just caught it with the defender pretty much on him. So um so yeah, uh B5 did ask about our impressions. So mm-hmm. um well, first let me tell you what mode I'm playing most. I'm playing my career. I'm like really engrossed in my career right now um don't get me wrong the nba portion of the game is amazing you know uh it's amazing i don't really know what else to say obviously i'm playing with my roster and i gave a disclaimer that you know any impressions that you get are going to be pretty much with my roster um why why malcolm butler looking like trash man he got he got caught he he just has games like i don't know on that on that drive he got caught over twice I don't know. He just has a game, and he's short. But um, yeah. So I'm I'm like really into my career. It's interesting because before every NBA game, they have this radio show, and the radio show kind of talks about the status of the team, how they're doing, and they have you know two personalities on there and. One guy will say, yeah, you know, it looks like this streak is never going to end. And then the other guy will say, well, I think they need to lose so that it'll humble them. You know, just interesting things. It's pretty – it's really interesting. I hope it carries over to the second season because, you know, everything that I'm seeing so far as far as the storylines and some of the decisions that you make, like there was somebody heckling me when I was walking out to the court and, you know, I chose to actually chew the dude out. And, you know, I I lost some fans because of that. Um, a lot of things that you have to catch yourself when you're saying um, certain things. You know, you might lose chemistry, but my chemistry is, like, all the way up to 100. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not really too worried about that. But the fans, yeah, I mean, if you give certain responses uh, that aren't really, you know, egotistical, then you'll get less fans. You'll, you'll lose fans because um, they kind of want to hear the me, 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 me. You know, I'm, most times I give credit to my coach or my teammates, but um, sometimes you get penalized as far as uh fans is concerned but overall man yeah it's really nice i like how everything is flowing the storylines aren't forced or anything like that um you get sneakers for free which i really like you don't have to buy sneakers um you can pretty much just go and whatever sneaker you want from the store you just get it uh they don't charge any vc um as far as upgrading your player the prices are a lot better as far as vc is concerned as far as upgrading your your ratings, I don't think you can upgrade your uh, athletic ratings though. So whatever you pick, uh, as far as the archetypes concerned, that's what you're stuck with. Um, so be very wise as far as that's concerned. I made my guy pretty athletic, so I'm good. Uh, I don't I don't really have to worry about boosting the speed or anything like that. I'm starting to unlock a lot of dunk animations, which is cool. Uh, but yeah, my guy's pretty much been a beast. You know, I he's 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 pretty much a slashing playmaker. So, you know, I I just I'm having fun with the game so far. All in all, that's that's what I could pretty much say. I'm playing my career mostly. So, 
Yeah, I'm. I've been sitting there just with that shot timing issue, and I've just put it to the wayside for now. Um, I'm glad I was able to get my face in the game. Oh yeah, I saw I that. So it it was just nice to see you know my character with my face interacting with a bunch of people that popped up in the in the my career. Not gonna say because still early on, but. Mm-hmm. You know, some interesting people pop up. Some personalities definitely do stand out, and some crazy people in there too. But um, mm-hmm. I I had to continue playing it a little bit more. But I know there was one reaction that I knew naturally I was going to have against you know the, the old coach. But mm-hmm. other than that, but um, I'm looking to eventually make my way into uh, my league. I'm just trying to get the the right settings, sliders, and all that set up because it feels like the gameplay is in preseason mode. It, it just has that feel, and that's what the tendencies and all that right now is just like, like it plays like guys don't have any chemistry and play now. Now, of course, it, if I play in my league and as I progress, that will all change. And I'll tell you this, um, for a person that's big on presentation in my league, mm-hmm. um. I do like how they kind of added a matchup head-to-head matchup type overlay for uh, star players or mm-hmm. players of the same position. It's just something nice that they added. Uh, they added a lot of new presentations, so it's really good in my league. Obviously, my league is going to be really good, um, but the presentation is a big one to me, and they've added a lot of new stats that they bring up and things like that. So, um, Actually, I noticed it in my career, so I'm sure it's still in my league. Uh, mm-hmm. Same thing. Right. So, yeah. Um, well, another thing to add is the the gameplay for the WNBA, which I think is oh yes. is marvelous. Yeah. I think Wisdom slider tweaks, man. Oh man. Yes, I, I've actually yeah because I look at the like I'm trying to like right now I see myself just looking at the rate that they that that teams score, you know, the type of offenses that they run, mm-hmm. like what's really what really matters in the WNBA game, which right. obviously is about like play selection. Uh, like your not your basic skills, but they hone those skills. I I feel sometimes better than the men do because the mm-hmm. lack of dunking. So they focus on like the shooting, uh, getting to the basket, attacking the basket, and stuff like that. But as far as like you'll come into moments where you're watching a WNBA game where you know making a layup can be a struggle. Yeah. Because some of the ladies out there are like five eight, five seven, like that's I'm like the average height I think in the WNBA is what six two, six one. I think yeah, six one, like six two. Yeah. yeah, so basically the NBA two K got the WNBA right compared to what the live did. Well, I and I'll played. say this real quick, just a mm-hmm. disclaimer: all y'all seeing them stupid dunk videos out here with the WNBA, yeah. It's bullshit. There were sliders tweaked. They put the dunk ability all the way up. Don't don't buy that shit. Don't buy into that. Yeah, because I I I had my um. But you know, people. I had my WNBA expert, my sister, uh, check out the ratings. Like I I we watched we sat there and I had her sit and watch a game, and she even sat there and said it it seems much it definitely is much improved over what live did. 
And I, we even went into the uh, the ratings, the traits and stuff. Which I stuff. wish you could fucking adjust, 2K. Yeah. I mean, I know it's year one, but we definitely need that last year. Well, gonna... that and being able to practice with them. That too. That's It's just like, okay, we can only play them and play now and in a, in a season. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, but if you want people to really know these these women and when they play and how they play their tendencies and really get into that mode you gotta open it up for them to be selectable in the in the 2ku because it's it you know like basketball is basketball but obviously men play basketball different than the way women do Mm -hmm. so you you use the 2ku and this i think looking at it now that's a huge miss by 2k to not have them in the 2ku as well yeah i can i can agree with that and i don't even have the game at least you know with them being the first year in the game you should mm-hmm. give as much access as possible so people can get accustomed to playing with them because with 2k been out all this long time you only play with people with the likes of a a, a male uh player so yeah. the female one they should have them give them more access so they can practice with them i agree with that yeah um, and then, um, I would say that's the last thing about the WNBA was that, you know, it's women moving like women because they were motion captioned by women. Yeah. Yeah. Live had that. Can't issue. beat that. Yeah. Live had the issue where they had the guys, for the most part, motion cap the women's movement. And you can tell them live. It just, it just, it just, it just was very offsetting. It didn't look right. Um, and that's it. I guess we could jump into these. Week three picks. Well, yeah. right now, <laughs> I think it's kind of too late to pick this Jacksonville. Yeah, game. we're just, we're just gonna we're just gonna fucking sidestep that one. Yeah, we're gonna side. That's that's gonna be pretty much a wash. It's like the Titans yeah. are gonna get ran over in this Sides, one. Sidestep that one, right? Uh, just one second. Let me set this up. All right. So the first game is the Jets and the Patriots. Patriots uh, home. Patriots are gonna win. Patriots, yeah. yeah. Patriots gonna win Unanimous Patriots. Okay, Bengals and the Bills. Oh, that's gonna be a good one. I'm gonna take the I'm Bills. Gonna... I, 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 I like um, Josh Allen. I'm, take, I'm taking the Bills. I'm, I'm taking the Bengals. Okay, that's okay. gonna be a pretty good. I think that's gonna be a pretty good game, though. Yeah, I think so too. Bengals. Okay. Uh, Dolphin. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Dolphins and the Cowboys. Let's not even pick this game. Let's pick and see. Let's, uh, yeah, let's pick, let's let's pick, pick the, score. Point the score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the deficit of the score. I think Cowboys by at least twenty. I think um, Cowboys by thirty. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say twenty-seven to three. Okay. I don't know what the final score is going to be, but I, I'm giving Cowboys going to win at least by 20. So, okay. So, VF said boys by 20. And DJ said Cowboys by 30. Boys by 30. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, I even go further. By 30 by midway through the second quarter. I'm going to put it like this. I'm going to say Cowboys by 21, and the Dolphins do not score a touchdown. Three okay. <laughs> Noble, we'll put up here what Noble just put. What oh, Noble said. Let's see if I can get it. Is it pulled up yet? No, it's not pulled up. Yet. Through. 
Uh, DJ, you said halfway through the second quarter? Halfway through the second quarter. Okay. I mean, hey, this right, right right now we're going to Noble play. He said Dolphins going to win and pull the upset. <laughs> nah, that shit happens, bro. Yeah, and, and, and then you, and then they turned off their Madden game. Right. It's not right. I'm about to say which they can play, they can play in the stadium before they walk into the game. I, that I would shit wouldn't even happen in Madden, bro. Yeah, I, I think Cowboys by three touchdowns and Dolphins don't score a touchdown. All right, so I have you Cowboys by twenty, no TDs for the Dolphins. DJ, I have Cowboys by thirty halfway through the second quarter, and Mia has twenty-seven three. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next one is uh. Broncos and the Packers. Packers. Oh, yeah, I got the Packers. Yeah. I got the, I got the Packers winning that one, but I won't be surprised. Broncos defense is pretty good, but I, I'm taking the Packers. I'm taking the Packers. Okay, Packers. <laughs> Noble said Miami tweaked the sliders. <laughs> uh, Packers. Yeah, they mistakenly okay. uh, lowered the user sliders. John, all right. Ooh, Falcons and Colts. This is gonna be a good one. I'm taking Falcons. I'm taking Colts. Ooh, I don't know. This is a hard one. I'm gonna take the Colts. I'm gonna take, take the Colts. Colts on this one. Yep. Yeah, I, I think the Falcons will pull this one off. Okay. Um. Next, we got the Ravens and the Chiefs. That's gonna be another good. Ooh. Ravens and Chiefs. I'm taking. Whew. I'm, I'm taking take Baltimore in this one. I, I'm what are they playing? Uh, Kansas, Kansas City. City. So I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I'm, I'm taking Chiefs, and I think that the uh, to be honest with you, the Ravens have been looking good, but I think they come down to earth in this week. They'll probably end up losing by two touchdowns. Mm, okay. Whoa, by two touchdowns for real? Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I don't. I don't have a bold prediction. For pull back for a second. Think about it now. The Ravens played the Dolphins in the in in the Cardinals. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not saying they're a bad team. I just think they're just going to come down to earth playing a more elite team. I'm I, taking Baltimore still. So. Yeah, I um. Yeah, yeah I, I got uh. I got Baltimore. I mean, I got I got I got uh Kansas City. What to say. Um. Raiders and the Vikings. It's another hard one. That's a, that's a, that's yeah, that's a toss up. I don't Hold know. On, let me. Do I have a coin around here? <laughs> <laughs> because because with this game, you just, right now you right now Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he, I, think Dal- I think I think Dalvin Cook tramples them. I'm yeah, gonna take I, the Vikings. I, I think Dalvin Cook have a good game, but it just it all depends on what uh, Kirk Cousins do. If he I plays, think it depends on what Derek Carr does. It, I put it like this: If either quarterback have a decent game, that team's going to win. Both both quarterbacks aren't going to be do good this game. One of them going to fuck up. Hmm. It, it, whoever whoever's the one that's fucked up, that's the one that's not going to have. They're going to lose the game. I'm going to go with option C. This game ends in a tie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, DJ says tie. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm They've been happening more often, so <laughs> that is an option. Uh, yeah, who you got? I'm gonna take the Vikings. I'm gonna take the Vikings, and I think okay. the defense. I think the defense is stymie. Uh, uh, Derek Carr. Vikings. Okay. Um. Lions and the Eagles. Eagles. Hold up. Let me see for a second. I think the play. Eagles are gonna be a little bit. You know, they're gonna be a little bit peeved because they lost the game last week. 
I don't know if the, the receiver is going to be healthy still, but I'm going to take Detroit in this one. I'm going to take Detroit too. I'm taking Detroit. I'm going to take the Eagles in this one. Because right now, those fans, are, those fans are going in on Wentz, and I'm just like, it's not Wentz's fault. But, but Darren hey. Sproles, too. Darren Sproles keep getting playing time. People are going to start slitting their wrists. You know, I, 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 honestly, I, don't, <laughs> I, I have a problem with the Eagles fans getting mad at that. I'm tired of seeing them, and I don't even like the team. Right. I'm tired of seeing them personally. Oh, God. This is going to be a shit show. The Panthers and the Cardinals. Give me the Panthers, but who cares, really? Ooh, ooh. Is Cam Newton even I, gonna be playing in that game? I don't know if he is. I don't oh. think he is, but I got I still got the I, I Arizona's defense is so bad. I'm still taking Carolina. I, I, I think I think Kyler Murray gets his first win. Something I think so me. too. I think All Arizona right, holds this one out. Yeah, something telling me that uh because I don't Kyler see Kyler Murray overthrowing people. Right. <laughs> yeah. So um noble Wentz isn't hurt, but everybody else around him is. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because I I know uh what's her name, real e- Eagles Mama that does streaming on Twitch. She right. keeps asking about uh what's uh what's the name, the former uh Eagles receiver doing for two weeks because Sean's gonna be hurt. Right. All right, we got some throwaway games this week. Giants and the Buccaneers. Once again, who oh, gives a fuck? Give me no, Dave no, Jones no. getting his first win. Yeah, Dave yeah. Jones, Dave Jones starting. He's getting his first win. Giants win. All right, Giants. Uh, you know yeah, that. Giants. Okay, uh, Texans and the Chargers. This seems like it's gonna be a good game. Um, I'm gonna take the Texans. I'm gonna take the Chargers. Deshaun Watson on the road. Give me the Texans. Yeah, I'm going with the Chargers on this one. Go with the Chargers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking the Texans. Chargers. Okay, we got a couple more. Um, this is gonna be an interesting game. Steelers at the 49ers. 49ers. Yeah, I'm taking 49ers. Oh, I, 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 I just don't think the Steelers are that good. They, do, take, they are getting Mika Fitzpatrick. They, they are getting him. I'm gonna take the Steelers. Why not? I'll do it. Somebody has to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has to do it. Um, Saints and the Seahawks. This seems like another yeah. interesting Seahawks. game, but yeah, I got the Seahawks. I don't, I don't, I don't see Teddy Bridgewater or that, uh, that other quarterback. They got, I don't see them getting them a W. Those two quarterbacks are tight. Teddy Bridgewater is not the guy, the same guy he's been. He blew his knee out. You got and that other quarterback. He's good, but he looks like he's only good for a few plays. Yeah, you got Bridgewater on the road. You got Taysom Hill having never really played quarterback full time in the NFL. You got him on the road in Seattle of all places. Yeah, you right. got Seattle. If it was another, if it was another setting. That's not as hostile as Seattle. I would probably take them, but ooh, this game is gonna be really good. Eight twenty, the Rams and the Browns. I'm taking Rams though. Ooh, it's gonna be a good game, but I'm taking the Rams. I just don't think the Browns defense is gonna they're gonna step up against the Rams. Yeah, give me, give me the Browns. Give, give me the Browns. I got Jared Goff on the road. Give me the Browns. That's, a, that's I'm, gonna, I'm going with the Browns on this one too. That's a sexy pick. I can I can see why. But I, I'm I, I just I'm still not a believer in the Browns. Like, like I, I don't like I don't believe in the Browns, but I I believe in Jared Goff even less. <laughs> so <laughs> so I would take the Browns by default. Uh, Monday night game. I already kind of got DJ's impression of this. Bears and the Redskins. Oh. Bears. 
got Mr. You got you know you got you got Mitch on another on a, on a, on national stage. He's going to go like and on the road. Yeah, he's going to go like sixteen of thirty five. <laughs> I, I was in the category where I was going to go like fifty right. thirty four and shit. Yeah, he's going to be like <laughs> yeah, when he plays prime time, he he has those type of numbers. So I'm taking Redskins. If they're I, if they're playing on a regular four o'clock Sunday, I would take the bread. The I'm bears. the I, the reason reason well. The obvious reason I'm taking the Bears in this one is because the Redskins don't do well in nationally televised games and mm-hmm. at home. I'm going to be bold, and I'm going to say Tariq Cohen is not what their run game needs right now. Mitch Trubisky on the road, I don't like it. That other, uh, that other running back they got. The other running back Montgomery's got. pretty good, he is. Yeah, he's um, good. But, yeah, Mitch Trubisky, I, see, I can see him throwing a ball away in the fourth quarter. I'm going to take the Redskins. Yeah, I'm taking rest. I don't. I do not trust Mitch on primetime TV. Not at all. I, I don't trust Jake Jay Gruden calling a good game. I understand. I, I I gonna send that. Um. So yeah, they go to picks. Those are all the picks. Nothing else. And we went through them pretty. Yeah, quick. that's it. That's we, did, it. we did do a good job on them. Those were easy. That's why we did. We did a good job last week. Yeah, half of them were pretty easy. I will admit to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean you're talking. I mean you're talking about yeah, anytime the Dolphins play. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> which, which my prediction will be. When the Redskins play the Dolphins, after the Redskins lose that game, Jay Gruden will be fired. Oh God! You Ooh, think, you okay. think the Dolphins slow down, man. Give it. <laughs> hey, we, we at Redskins Nation are already looking at that game as the game that decides Jay's fate. Hmm. Okay. So, I got a question for y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a fantasy football question. Anybody in the chat can answer too. All right. So I got Le'Veon Bell facing New England. And I got Philip Lindsay facing Green Bay. Who do I start? Uh, say that again. So I got Le'Veon Bell facing New England at New England. I got Philip Lindsay at Green Bay. Who do I start? Lindsay. Yeah, I'll take Lindsay. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I'm take because I mean, I, yeah. Because you know, I think my Green Green Bay's defense is not necessarily their front seven. It's the secondary that's actually that good. So this would be the only time I sit Le'Veon Bell is because, like, I mean, there's no threat of a pass, so it's pretty much just going to be right. Stack the box, yeah. Because right. you mm-hmm. know, New England does very well against the run. Le'Veon Bell is Le'Veon Bell, but but here's the thing: let's say Lindsay doesn't do anything. Le'Veon scores a garbage time touchdown. I might end up shooting myself in the foot with that. Yeah, okay, but me, I think the chances of Lindsey doing better over the garbage time touchdown is almost a push, but I, I'll still lean towards Lindsey. Yeah, All right, true. let me let me let me roll back the clock a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Pete Reese, I've never seen that name before, but he says, "I mm-hmm. know this is off topic, but what are y'all's NBA two K twenty sliders been been? He's been using Shady Mike sliders. Just want to feel out." Different realistic slider sets. I'm still in the midst of um figuring mine out. Uh I wanted there's another person that talked about he had sliders that were he was doing his on with the superstar based. I'm doing mine on Hall of Fame based. So. Yeah. Um so so Pete, basically what I what I can tell you is um I can't upload mine obviously onto the chat or whatever, but Basically, what I'll say is this. The main things you need to focus on, if you're doing a slider set, the first thing is put the ball security all the way down to zero. No matter what, put the ball security all the way down to zero. Um, 
And then you have to tinker with the body up sensitivity because that's really going to show, you know, how easy it is to get around guys and things like that. The help defensive slider, I'm sorry, but I can't tell you anything about that because I just had to go in and fix everybody's help defensive IQ. I I don't think that slider works. I'll be completely honest. I don't think it works. Well, one thing I could say, I mean, I, I don't play – I haven't played 2K20, but I know mm. a lot of you guys may not know the PC community that does NBA 2K, they have great slider sets. I don't know who to go to to, to let you know who to go to right now for them, but if you just go on Operation Sports, I'm pretty sure you're, they're pointing in the right direction. Every 2K that I've played on PC, their slider sets have been really good. I, I don't know the names of the guys. I have to look it up, but mm-hmm. they've always been really good. Even go back to the NBA 2K14 mod that I still, you know, you know, really, I still value very high. They they have a slider set for the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, and the two thousands. Sound like me? Yeah, I mean, they have those. And so, the PC community is really the place to go to find two K yeah. NBA two K sliders. They they those look, are guys. Look in the OS forums, man. Right. I mean, the console guys, you don't hear too much about it on consoles, um, and I don't know why, but I know the PC community are really big. Not only just you know, slider and they, the sliders do work for consoles as well, so don't just feel intimidated about it. But they are real particular about the the two K basketball games. They do way more than just sliders. They do modding and all that stuff. They they're real big on it. So I, I, that's my you know suggestion if you're looking for realistic sliders. They they do a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I, I can only tell you things to focus on because I haven't really uploaded my sliders. Um, I don't know if you're on Xbox or what, but. Uh, I can really just basically just tell you things to focus on. Honestly, if you want the most realistic experience and you have any free time at all, you should probably just kind of work on a roster, man. I'm being completely honest. The sliders, I mean, hey, if the sliders work for you, they work, but you're going to have to really dig to find a good slider set. Right, that's what I'm um, saying. Like, that's why I say the, the, the PC community, I mean, just when Madden came onto the scene on the PC, the things that they've been doing with that game, they, they don't just create a slider set for a particular game. They go in depth like actually go into see how it runs and works. Yeah. I mean, I, with the fact that NBA 2K has a lot to go for it with the slider sets alone, that's mm-hmm. why I recommend you just go to, to them and look at their sliders because they already go in depth like way more than what the console guys do. And honestly, before you even look up any um any slider sets, just go in the uh, going to practice mode and tinker with some things, man. That's kind of why it's there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, it gives you a description, which is a pretty decent description of each slider. Um, so just kind of tinker with some things and, you know, even jot down some notes about what you're seeing that you might want to change. And most likely you can kind of get that done yourself. Um, because, you know, if you download that slider set, it might work for some people. It might not work for everybody, uh, especially once you start talking about statistics and all that stuff and realistic right. stats because that's you know kind of where I'm at right now. Right. Um, you know, I've I've already, you know, I, I handled all this shit day one, uh, as I posted on Twitter. So you know, I don't really gotta worry about that. Um, but you know, I, I know a lot of people looking for slider sets at this point. They're kind of you know, they're they're deep in the game now, so yeah, I, I would I would kind of tinker with them. Uh yeah, you know, that's so. one thing I can say, like I said about the 2K community is very different than the Madden community. Madden, you have a lot of people looking into the sliders and try to work the game out themselves. It's very hard to find too many people 
that are into the 2K ones as much as the Madden ones, but they are out there. And if you go look, you will find some really good ones. Yeah. You know, yeah. anything anything else y'all got? Uh, oh, God. I know if anything else, I know if out of all the sliders I'm heavily working on is NHL 20 okay. slider. And I had to yeah, it seems like there's certain things I had I had the green zone last year. It seems like there's certain things that have changed a little bit, thrown thrown off whatever I had last year. I can't touch the game until I fucking buy it now because uh, I got like 75 minutes left of my trial. But I, I know when I do get it, I'm gonna end up bumping it up to superstar probably and make some sliders for that. Yeah, so and next week I'll let everybody know about FIFA. Um, yeah, yeah, I was about to say because next week I know we're gonna have a little bit more to talk about yeah. on top of what we got going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else y'all got to want to add to this episode before we go? No, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Thank everybody for coming by. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, despite we didn't have all the topics, I think we had a very fulfilling show. I think it, it turned out to be really good. I think honestly, you know, one or two topics should be fine because it gives us like more to really dial in and we can just off of those i know we were doing three yeah you know, and, and uh, also with the nfl like, with the nfl score stuff i mean those are two topics within themselves you know yeah and they're they you know and from what i see a lot of people who are listening they really like it so mm-hmm. and i have no problem continuing with that and why this guy this rookie is like lighting up the titans right now i can't play any show because i can't pronounce out the name what well, then learn how to pronounce their you name. You know what? That sounds like some F-ball critic give his reason to why he don't want to play MLB the show because he don't know nobody. Like, he can't get a chance to learn anybody. Look, well, well, look, some F-ball is the same person who didn't know how to pass the damn ball on 2K, and then we tried to tell him that there was a different interface. He's like, I shouldn't have to change it. And what the man do? Get out of here with that. This mm. is, you know what? I'm not even. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right, though, man, because he was trying to throw the ball in, in 2K like you do doing Wait, that. on that shitty 2K camera as it is. Right. Oh, and like, I, I even told him specifically, I was like, look, your thumb is holding up on. Of course, it's going to direct the players towards the basket. Your hey, thumb is still on the stick. Hey, you got to throw your you thumb know, away. But, but like, DJ, this is what it shows. They've never played NHL in, in FIFA in Pez because you have to you have to do that on those games naturally. Mm-hmm. I was telling him, like, when he was playing NFL 2K5, I was telling him, look, you got to move the left analog stick right as you press the pass button, the pass icon button. You can't Press the analog stick up and then press the button. That's what you do in Madden. It, it, it's all one motion. Like the, when the ball is about to be released, that's when you move the analog stick. He, he didn't. He didn't realize that. So yeah, yeah, Noble. As far as like the most difficult name I've had to pronounce in the NHL was a guy named Yurosav Savkovsky. Why, that, sounds like a, why that, that, that sounds like a boxer from Mike Tyson Punch Out. <laughs> you know, you know what though, Noble. Um, look at it as a positive. Another thing about that, uh, what I used to like about the Euroleague teams in 2K was when I didn't know anybody, I just had to play basketball. Right. I just had I just had to play according to what I knew about the sport. So in NHL, if you don't know a lot of the guys, then it, it will force you to play just the sport itself. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not necessarily don't know any about anybody in the NHL like that, but I could tell you one thing: the game, if you play the game by the sport. Mm. You know, it's it's very intense when there's yeah. no names attached to your strategy. 
Yeah, exactly. That's one of the reasons why I um I still play NHL 2K5. That game is still phenomenal, and it's very intense. But I mean, mm-hmm. that's just another story for another day. Yeah. But like I said, hockey in general, NHL has been doing a very good job of giving you in a very intense sport. It, it'll keep you on the edge of your seat as you're trying to score. Is mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's something that you can't find in many. You know, you can't find that in many sports titles nowadays. Mm-hmm. And one more thing before we go, Pez, fix your fucking commentary. This shit still sucks. <laughs> Hey man, listen, that's Konami. Good luck. <laughs> commentary, man. That's Konami. Man. Good luck. And I and I need folks to back off. Need to fall back on NHL's commentary. Oh, yeah, I was complaining it was boring last year. Now, now it's exciting. Got... Right. Like, come yeah. on, man. It's pretty good. I, I actually like I was watching your live stream. I noticed it was pretty and good. And like I said, they're taking a the page from Madden and they're gonna update their commentary throughout the season. So they... all right. All right. Jesus Christ. Right. Gamers right. cannot be satisfied these days. Man, tell me about it. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Oh, and one more thing, baby. Mills. You still you still a clown, Mills, by the way. Oh, that ain't going to throw that last shot in. Can I see him posting stupid shit online recently? I ain't said nothing, but it's just like some people just uh, whatever. All right, one more thing before we go. I'm gonna do the outros. Purchase the intros. Oh, in, yeah. Down there. Like, I almost it's... made it through. Damn. You already know what to do. If you want your videos to look nice in the beginning, people keep engaged, high quality intros, they're right there. Enough said. This is First and Frame Rates episode 84. We did another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Everybody who um, came through. Uh, Freddie G, nice to see you come back through. Um, That guy, Pete, um, I've never seen him the first time coming through, I guess. Pete Reese, thank you for coming through. All the uh, guys who are, uh, you know, regulars, we really appreciate you. Thank you guys for spreading the word. Even though Thursday Night Football is out, we're still getting a pretty good crowd. That just goes to show that we got some loyal people and we got some quality uh, content to give you guys. Um, Yep. Once again, every Thursday, we're here, um, 7.30 p.m. We're going to do what we do, iTunes and SoundCloud. You can catch us on there as well. Link is in the description. Or you can find me on Twitter, VF Baller. And uh, I said my piece. I'm going to let these guys do their outros, and we're going to call it a day. Any one of y'all want to go first? Bills. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming through, and hope we see all y'all next week, plus more. Um, going to have plenty of good topics next week. Uh, hopefully some things kind of develop so we can talk a little bit about news and shit. There hasn't been any news this week, so All right. uh, but yeah, um, besides that, yeah, just take care, be safe, and thanks for coming through. Yeah, I would say same here. I'm like, it seemed like it was gonna be low energy, it's it probably sounded that way to you guys, but I, I think we appreciate you guys being here, our hardcore listeners. And definitely next week will be we'll probably have a little bit more energy, a little bit more to talk about. We'll actually have uh, something to write. We'll actually have something right. to be energetic about. I think the most energetic part was uh those picks. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, felt that and, then, and then just like on top of that, just make sure you guys tune in to you know VF's channel here on first and frame rates. Uh Check me out on Twitter, uh, DJ81. Uh, yeah, fuck all that, man. Check, check DJ out on his channel, too. He do live streams, too. Yeah, I attempted to live stream, but apparently somebody att- did man, a live stream on, at the man. same time. On, I, I, you know what? I sat, in that, that, I sat in that live stream for like seven to eight minutes. Nobody showed up. I had already 
sent out my 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 notices and whatnot. Nobody showed up. Yeah, VF, so why, like, you you know programming, uh, why you counter-programming DJ? I had no idea he was live streaming Beyonce. And I had no idea VF was going to live that's why I said it. That's why I said it in the stream. I was like, you, you live streaming the same time as DJ. Yeah, because yeah, I came in and called VF a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I already did, hoe. Yeah, <laughs> he got me back. He got me back. Um, yeah, man, next week, man, y'all catch us out throughout between then. I'll probably doing some more Gears 5 live stream. I'm actually thinking about jumping on M NCAA 14 live stream. I have a video coming out. The reason why I haven't continued the Madden 20 series is not because the game is necessarily bad, but I will discuss that down the road. Um, Ew, that was a big hit, but we'll get into that down, down the road. Um, catch you guys next week and, um, you know how it is. Enjoy the games um on Sunday. See you Thursday. Peace. Peace. Peace out. Yeah, Butler did let a pretty good hit though. Boom. Yeah, that's <laughs> that response yeah. at the end. I was like, ew.